Hey, Shawty, let me holler at you. us again it's us and it's time for short Werner Herzog films again mm-hmm. and this is the one short documentary all month long in which Werner talks and obviously in the full episodes we hear Werner's voice a lot I don't like it because it's so artsy fartsy but in this one he actually narrates this one you know I didn't even think about that until you're saying it just right now yeah hmm. and this one is called 10,000 years older. It's a short documentary made by Werner Herzog, and it takes place deep in the Brazilian Amazon jungles. And it follows, and it's about a nomadic tribe, the Amanduas, also the Uruius people, which is an indigenous tribe. In 1981 was one of the last deep tribes that were found and discovered in a remote area that had previously been untouched by modern man. And in 1981, this represented man completely covering pretty much most of the planet that it could, especially here in the vast. I say here, we're not in the Brazilian rainforest. Yes, we are. We got an office right in the middle of the Amazon. Mm -hmm. You see it opening up, Werner's narrating. Brazil, the vast expanse of the Amazon rainforest. In the remotest parts of the jungle, a mysterious nomadic tribe the Uruiu Vauvaus defended their territory against advancing settlers. There's some footage, early footage, of people who first came onto this tribe because it was a very big deal. And the people were attacked. I think some people died. But we see this guy, his name is Tari. Wildly swinging as arrows fly, the Brazilian cameraman captures the image of this man. Later, he will be identified as the group's war leader, Tari. He's the native leader. We see him young, being very cautious with the the remaining uh, expeditioners or whatever sure. you would call uh-huh. them. They apparently were initially were attacked with like poison arrows. Mm-hmm. The Uruus finally confront the colonists, I guess, and uh, you see them giving the natives random gifts like coffee cups. And he hands them like a knife. It's like, you really want to hand them knives? I mean, <laughs> but, but I think the thing is, the knife showed was representing metal. And this tribe was very much like Stone Age in the way they practiced hunting and weapon making. There was no metallurgy in this tribe. Nothing was more fascinating to 80s anthropologists than people who didn't know about metallurgy, I guess. Right. And I think that's a great band name too, metallurgy. Hell yeah. Right? It's a folk band. <laughs> you know, I want to say about the, about this section. So he's, so Werner is kind of narrating over some stock footage, right? He's whispering. I guess so low, I could not hear it. Weeks later, the Uruius make their move. A hidden camera records the first contact. It's driving me crazy. I, I, I watched this twice and I still couldn't quite get everything he was saying. So I've got beef with that part of this. Do you? Yeah. Do you think he was afraid that the tribe, the early tribesmen in the footage might attack him if he talked might, about Might hear him and attack him? Yes, that's probably, that's probably accurate, yeah. But there's a, a little dour nature to this because Werner laments the fact that civilization met this tribe because... A grim fate awaits them. 
Within a year or so, the majority of the tribe is wiped out by chickenpox and the common cold. Lethal diseases for them. They had missed out on the thousands of years during which they could have developed resistance. This is very common throughout the history of colonial peoples encountering indigenous people. Colonists are filthy and dirty and carry disease. The indigenous people from North to South America, this whole Western hemisphere is essentially the story of indigenous people getting completely fucked over. From the top of Canada to the, to the bottom of Argentina, indigenous culture is fucked. That's the story of both Americas. So a lot of people in this tribe, this last remote tribe, a lot of them got fucking diseases that they couldn't cure, and they many of them died. Not everyone died, but when it came down to it, it was just a handful of people left after that initial crew had shown up. Taken out by chickenpox and the common cold. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Werner calls this, the, this act of civilization bringing this tribe forward, he calls it... What they do not know is that these minutes will propel them forward thousands of years. It will be a progress into the void. Progress into the void. Progress into the void. All these short Herzog documentaries, with the exception of the last one we'll discuss this month, seems to reference modernity in multiple ways. And that yeah. balance that, that he's trying to find in it. I mean, we benefit from technology and progress and where we are now. But as it moves forward, you got to remember that sometimes it grinds others to dust. And I think that's a good thing about Werner in his sort of like approach to all of his films. Like he can appreciate modernity and like technology and advancements, but he's also acknowledging and paying respect to the fact that these advancements come at a heavy, heavy price. Yeah. Um, whether it's just you know, losing the history of things or losing people or entire civilizations or whatever. So I think this is a, this was a really good representation of that. And people who are good at bringing about modernity and advancing technology, they kind of have this bad habit of seeing the glow of the potential, but not the downside of things. There's actually, I want to find it, but there's, I think there's an interview. I think it was like in a magazine years back where Terry Pratchett, I believe he interviewed Bill Gates. And Terry Pratchett, I think he's passed away now, mm -hmm. was a known Luddite, meaning he was scared of technology. Yeah. And in this interview, like the, the internet is about to just fucking explode and be everywhere. And Terry Pratchett asked Bill Gates, he's like, what if like a website says, say the Holocaust didn't happen? And then people regurgitate that over and over again. And then it goes into emails and stuff. And then suddenly you got a lot of people who are far removed from that time in history, who are regurgitating these incorrect talking points. And Bill Gates was like, oh, that wouldn't happen. There will be like corrections to make that work. Uh -huh. And okay. it, it's easy to get excited about technological advancement, yeah. but everything has a price yeah. to it. In another, in a Herzog film we discussed last year, Lo and Behold, which is all about technology, Werner meets a guy that was on the ground floor of framing the internet as we knew it. And he described a system where like a paragraph would automatically link things to hold things accountable to information. He had this vision that everything would result in the best possible way. And that didn't even come close to being the case. There's just could not be more misinformation on the Internet. And, you know, just take everything with a grain of salt, especially with the Internet. Progress into the void. 
after most have perished from common diseases that we get once a year and can fight, Werner goes back to the remaining tribesmen with the original camera guy Is who had gotten years attacked. Later? Yeah, it's yeah. 20 years later, I think, right? And we meet an older Tari with his brother, Vapo. Tari has tuberculosis, which is brutal. And you see them wearing pants and shirts, like modern, mm-hmm. what the the stereotypical image of people in third world countries and how they dress. And Brazil, I don't think, is technically third world. There's a man with them that happens to speak their language. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jesus, in a generation when these people die out or... or uh, or are incorporated into Brazilian society, that language... It'll disappear. But it'd be up to him to keep it alive in the sense of history. And that's happening all over the world, too, where you see, like, these kind of dying languages. There's a real effort to involve people in sort of keeping them alive, like getting younger people to want to learn the languages and then like pass it along and stuff. And, you know, it's it's heartbreaking to me. I I love languages. And to see, just to imagine all the languages that we will never hear and never know anything about, you yeah, know, and that's just going to keep happening as time goes on. But maybe, you know, through these efforts, that will be minimized a bit. So when Werner, the reference to the title of this 10,000 years older, Werner is saying that this tribe has suddenly, within the span of 20 years, through the meeting of modernity or so-called civilization, <laughs> saying that this group went, just took like a 10,000 year leap into this modern world. And we're seeing the ramifications of that. But though they talk about, Tari talks about how, yeah, I've seen cars in cities. And I flew in a plane once to get medical treatment. Tari is also showing off like rituals. Like he's still kind of linked into the past. So he's recreating these rituals of after he would do a raid. Like the kind of things that he would do to get his village pumped up. Tari wanted to show us how he would return to his people after a murderous raid. His chant is a ritual reenactment of how he shot a man and how the victim wailed. But he has to stop because it's fucking tuberculosis. Tari cannot finish. His tuberculosis overtakes him, and Wapu will step in with his own story. Yeah. So that was kind of brutal to, to watch, I thought. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm an extra sensitive person, perhaps. But, like, what he would do, he would, like, kind of pace back and forth, essentially singing a song of what he what he had just done. Yeah. And in this case, he was he was describing uh, shooting a, a man, a yeah. white man. Yeah. And, and he would mimic the cries, the wails of the dying man in this song. You yeah. could hear it, and like it just made me break out in chills all over to hear this, you know. Yeah, it, and this is this is Tari and Wapo's glory days. It's like mm-hmm. they're talking about, like when I talk about, like with my friends, like, hey, remember when we like uh, got really drunk and we woke <laughs> up by the river? This is like their version yeah. of that. It's like, remember when we killed white people? All it's the exactly time? the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a few years ago, they did hook up with a white woman, they said. And <laughs> the X-rated talk is about fornication and oral sex with two ladies. Uh, Werner says the word fornication. Fornication. <laughs> so much. Yeah. Fornication and asphyxiation and choking and... I've got so many quotes of him <laughs> saying fornication. 
fornication. And they're describing like the sexual acts. And well, Werner's describing what they're describing. And you got to live for Werner just secondhand describing these guys' encounters yeah. with hooking up with a white woman. It was hot. It was real sexy. To and uh, they tasted salty. Tari reports <laughs> that they tasted salty. <laughs> and these men are giggling and laughing and covering their faces, describing this event and fornication it's funny like to kind of cut from like this like war scene that we've just seen like where they're like celebrating this 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 war and this like kind of violence to go to them like giggling and talking about having sex with these women yeah i don't know it was just really kind of interesting to see that sort of transition and like he's like making hand motions like the the finger through the (laughs) whole the the whatever he's like doing that for like five minutes it's really funny there's some aspects of civilization they've come to enjoy i suppose yeah Tari's has a nephew named Paolo, and he's a, he's ashamed of his tribal past. He wants to go live in the city and speak Portuguese like most Brazilians. And be a good Brazilian. Tari knows his time is running out, and basically the film fades out on him, like looking at a clock. We, we can assume, I would assume that he's seen a clock before, probably mm-hmm. plenty of times yeah. at this point. But he seems to be fascinated with the ticking of it. And yeah. I mean, Werner is kind of painting this guy almost like a time traveler. In a weird cultural sense, he is. Yeah. Just maybe it's just not working out the way, you know. Maybe he'd want with his tuberculosis, but we see him fade. It fades out on him holding this clock and hearing it tick, mm-hmm. tick, tick. <laughs> and Tari and what remains of his tribal culture are just destined to blow away in the sands of time. This is what I would like to see an update on, you know? Yeah. Just to, I don't know if he ever does that. If you're, I mean, obviously, we know he revisits certain films that he does and subject matter but yeah you know it'd be nice to kind of see what's going on because this was this was released when uh 2001 I okay believe. but yeah it's geez i mean paolo i would have i couldn't imagine that tari and his brother is still alive yeah. i'd be surprised if they were paolo is around somewhere i'm sure there's a few more remnants of the tribe but it just seemed very much decimated i'd be right. shocked if Culturally, it's still happening. Yeah, unfortunately, I would be pretty shocked too. Yeah, and that's the film. Ten thousand, ten thousand years later. Is that what it's called? Am I older. Ten thousand years older. Ten thousand years older, by Werner Herzog. Two thousand two. This was made. You're gonna give this one through three baby Herzogs. I'm gonna give this one through three baby Herzogs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna combine them for the best out of six baby Herzogs. Ginger, what did you think? Of 10,000 years older. I think I'll do a 1.5. Interesting. Why 1.5? thought it was good. Very interesting. I feel like maybe some of the some of it was kind of glossed over. Yes, it's a short film, but... And I think a little bit was a little bit too contrived. Maybe... Hmm. I don't know. That's just how I'm feeling. Maybe with it. the holding the clock thing. Yeah. I can see for that example, for sure. Yeah. I think this is definitely the most educational that we'll see. True. I did learn a lot. I feel like Werner um, managed to capture it 
in a fairly objective way. But I will, but yeah, there can be a little contrivance in Werner Herzog films. Yeah. The thing holding the clock at the end is that that is a good point. Maybe a little heavy, but I, but I did think it was clever how he connected with that title. The idea of that suddenly you go from stone age to gosh, 20th century. And it was pretty fascinating. And, uh, but yeah, I agree. I would like to know more about, where these people are, but I think I'm going to give it a two and a half. Okay. I think I'm going to go a whole point ahead of where you're at. Yeah. I feel like I want to revise my choice now. Am I allowed to do that? Sure. You can do whatever you want. I think. I should say also, I, I haven't revealed this to everyone yet, but once a year you can go either beyond the parameters of the limitations. Oh. And, or Hello. you can go negative if you Ooh. want. Ooh. Well, I'm not going to do that here. Sure. I might save that for a special occasion. Right. I think I think I'll give it up to a two because you're right. It's very educational. This was very special footage that we got. And the fact that we wanted to learn more about it, I think, speaks to, you know, drawing us in with the information. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a two. Cool. Yeah. So you take my 2.5 with your two. That's 4.5 out of six baby Herzogs. Four? 10,000 years older. And Ginger, may you one day be 10,000 years older. I already am, but may one day I be 20,000 years older. And may you be 10,000 years older. I've been told I have a 10,000-year-old soul. Mm. I could I could see it. I could see it. And uh, it's got smallpox, so I'm <laughs> fucked. Oh. All right, folks. Keep on docking.